Backup Checkup Podcast with the Girl Tech Innovators. I'm Lori Boyer. And I'm Julia Hilburn. We hope you started off this month recharged and ready to come back to school. Absolutely. Winter break was great. It was. It wasn't long enough. I know. (laughs) I think we always say that. Absolutely. So as always, let's hop into our spotlight on the Tech Up Checkup Innovator of the Month. Yes, this month we would like to spotlight Yurani Guzman Ramirez. She is from Sam Gaines Academy of Emerging Technologies, and she is the K-8 technology resource teacher that happens to infuse technology on a daily basis in her class. What's extra special about her is her passion for ed tech and how she incorporates computer science with the Amazon Future Engineers program in her classroom. She has jumped in with both feet as a Girls Who Game coach, supporting girls by exposing them to STEM mentors and competing in North American Minecraft Build Challenge competitions. Wow, her students are lucky to have her as their ed tech educator. Yurani, you've been tech checked. Lori, our third St. Lucie Public Schools ed tech conference website is now up and running. Yay! I know I am so excited about it and the registration is now open for the technology infusion conference which is going to take place on Saturday February 5th so we talked about this last time kind of gearing you guys up that it was coming and now it's official it is open and we want you to save your seats now absolutely so you want to be there bright and early at 8 a.m because that's when the conference starts and it ends at noon but what's the best part you can wake up Have some coffee and join the first session at 8 a.m. right from the comfort of your own home. That's the best. So if you've attended one of the conferences in the past, do not stress. No fret here because there are tons of new session offerings this time around. Yep. Wakelet and Collections, Flocabulary, the new Microsoft Search, Canva, Cybersecurity, and much more. There are sessions for everyone, both instructional and non-instructional. So when you check out the website and you are reading those session descriptions, we made sure to list um, different pathways, whether it would be instructional or non-instructional. Absolutely. So check out those little video. We have Flipgrid videos from every presenter so you can figure out what is the best session to fit your needs. Yes, it's really cool because with having the session descriptions, also asking each presenter to record that short Flipgrid video just kind of allows you to see who the presenter is, what is their presentation style, and exactly what the session's going to entail. So you're not sitting here going, I thought this was about something else. Right. You, you hear it in their happens. own words, you know, yes. and, and you know that you've you've chosen the right one and you're sitting in the right seat. Absolutely. So I'm super excited today because I wanted to talk about some of the newer Microsoft features that teachers and students are excited about, which one of them is reading progress. So Julia, have you had a chance to see reading progress in action in any of the classrooms this year? I have. It is such a wonderful addition to classrooms to help with reading fluency. Like I, I cannot say enough good things. Absolutely. I I think we all feel very passionate about that. So earlier this month, Mike Tolfson released the top seven feature enhancements within Reading Progress. So today we want to break it down to the top three that we think are most helpful to all educators. Sounds great. Let's give it a drum roll. All right. So the first one is returning marked up passages to students. So what I mean by that is marked up passages would show any mispronunciations, any omissions, accuracy, things of that nature. 
Uh, this would allow the students then to listen to how they mispronounce the word and how it should sound. So, wow. you know, it's really a great way for them to be able to just click on it and it'll let them hear what the uh, pronunciation should sound like. What's even better, though, is that for some kids, if you hand that whole report back to them, it could be a little overwhelming to see all of that information, including accuracy, words per minute, all of that. Well, they actually have the option for a simplified report that can go back that will focus on what it is that you want them to work on. So it kind of just scales it down and makes it really um, concise for the student. That's so great. I can't wait for more educators to try it out. I was actually just working with a teacher who asked me if we had more information to share on reading progress because she felt that it was so helpful in her classroom. She actually volunteered to give a school-wide PD on it so other teachers could use it because she doesn't want them to miss out. That is so great. And you know what? I think that speaks to the power of any um, feature or curriculum, things of that nature. When teachers really believe in it, then they want to share it with their coworkers. Agreed. All right, so the second really important update is importing reading passages from OneDrive or Teams. Whoa, tell me more. Absolutely. So we all understand how being connected to our OneDrive to upload reading passages would be helpful, right? Because it's a quick click of the button and then it's, it's connected right there. But we're going to talk a little bit about the Teams connection. So let's think about it. Um, you might have grade level teams that you're connected to if you teach third grade or eighth grade or maybe it's all of the content area teachers, your science teachers or reading teachers, whatever it might be. Um, you might also be a part of a staff team um, that might just go by grade levels. Regardless, in there you might be housing multiple passages for grade levels to use. Mm -hmm. Well, now you don't have to take them from there, save them to your computer or your OneDrive. Instead, when you're in there and you're trying to give that reading progress assignment, you could simply, when you hit upload, Teams is an option. You could go to that team, go directly to that passage, click on it, and upload it right in there for the students to use. That is huge. Anything that helps educators streamline their work is always appreciated, right? Like Always. Anything <laughs> to help us save some time. Absolutely. There's never enough hours in a day, so anything that could help out with that is always top-notch. <laughs> so, last but not least, the third awesome, awesome feature update is timed passages. So reading progress, it defaults to no limit. So when a student's assigned reading progress, they have no time limit on reading that out loud and recording it and, and things of that nature. However, that's the default, but you can set it to a one minute, three minute, five minute um, time limit to keep your kids focused and on track. So that way, if say for example, you're having them uh, utilize reading progress in one of your reading centers, you know that they're utilizing their time wisely and they have that time to limit on there. These are fantastic updates that will really go a long way in the classroom. Lori, I also read today on Twitter that Reading Progress was awarded research-based design product certification from Digital Promise. That's huge, and that's really great news. I mean, that means that science and research support that product design, which really, that's what we're always looking for, best practices, best use in a classroom. Absolutely. I'm just so excited, just like it seems like everyone else is, to kind of get in there and, and dive deep. Absolutely. And you know what? Let's throw a little something else in there, too. Foreign language teachers. Um, one of our coworkers, Sally, has really done some great things with foreign language teachers and reading progress. Yes. And having kids practice their fluency in these other languages utilizing the reading progress app. So if you are um, one of the foreign language content teachers in your school, think about taking the leap because I think you'd be pleasantly surprised. 
that actually makes me think that maybe we could ask her to join our podcast next I month. I love it. So if you are a foreign language teacher from wherever you are and you also have um, reading progress in Teams, we are going to try and get the wonderful Sally Vandery to join us so she can kind of share how this works. She also speaks many different languages, yeah. so it helps uh, when, you, when you definitely know how to speak another language <laughs> to use reading progress. Absolutely. She's rocking those foreign language skills. <laughs> she is. <laughs> so we know that we have listeners from all over, which we are so thankful for and we just can't believe that you know we've reached this many people and we're really excited but is there any chance that any one of our listeners is going to attend FETC this month in Orlando Florida that would be awesome so for those of you who might not be familiar with FETC it's future of EdTech conference um, and it's people from all over the US or even the world that want to come and share and learn about the best EdTech strategies for coaches for educators for administrators so if you are going to FETC let's connect Julie yeah. and I will be there along with some of our other colleagues and we'll actually be presenting for Microsoft on bookings we have an eSports session and EdTech coaching and would love for you to attend our sessions. Yep. Our Microsoft session will be on Thursday, January 27th at 10 a.m. We are also presenting a session for CDW on Thursday at 2 p.m. And that one is titled One Size Doesn't Fit All, which we know is very, very accurate. Totally applicable nowadays. <laughs> and Lori's session for eSports is going to be on Friday at 11.15. We also, we talked about the wonderful Sally. She has yes. a session on Power Automate and uh, low code routines. So make sure that you look that one up as well. Absolutely. So you don't want to miss those, but even better, we'd love to check you guys out too. So if you are coming to FETC, let us know if you're presenting, tell us your session. We'd love to stop by Absolutely. and learn from our listeners because you guys are the greatest gift you know that we have. And so you can find us on Instagram at Girl Tech Innovators. That's with an eight. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Lori, L-A-U-R-I-E-B, 1723, or Julia, you can find her at JC underscore Hilburn. So definitely connect with us out there. Send us a message and we'd love to stop by and see your sessions. Oh, yeah. We would love to see what our listeners are doing. So uh, I've been checking Twitter like every day yeah. over and over <laughs> to see all the people that are um, hashtagging FUTC just to see, you know, who we may know, who we don't know. Absolutely. We have some awesome listeners out there that are definitely going to be there and I'd love to meet you in person. And keyword there in person how excited are you about that I am so excited I am so <laughs> excited to be returning and just to start networking again and just yep. seeing people doing what they love and and showing it off and feeling their passion for it Definitely. you know when you're when you're in the same room and just taking it all in so it'll be a nice change um from you know what we've been kind of connect how we've been kind of connecting over the past couple years sure I can't wait to bring it all back absolutely so definitely we look forward to listening for you to continue to listen tune in next month share our podcast with a friend and we hope to see you at FETC bye bye